What's going on, my friends? I'm going to sit my coffee, take it slow today, but I want to talk about Rob Smith going on CNN and claiming that he was the victim of a hate crime. A lot of people are saying this is the right wing's version of Jesse Smollett. Is it? We're going to look at the situation and talk about it. Second, Colby Covington lost a fight this weekend to uh, Leon Edwards in front of President Trump. And he went on to Jesse uh, Waters and said that he thought that he lost because the judges were biased against Trump. Jesse provided no journalistic pushback and didn't even watch the fight. I got to talk about this stuff because I think that our side of politics is reaching embarrassing parody levels of just nonsense. And, you know, the third thing I said is the civil war is canceled. I'll explain why at the end. God bless you guys. Dreamer podcast starts now. It's the Dream Rare Podcast, welcome to the show. The way to get the news at the desk or on the road, let's go. God is great and success in our control. The world is crazy, but we get better from obstacles, yeah. What's going on, folks? God bless you guys. You know, I have to turn something on on YouTube, so I'm going to wait a few seconds for people to come in and sip on my coffee. Thank you guys for being here. I just got to do my own production because that's just how it is. It's a, it's a recession, folks. I had to lay off. Just kidding. I'm, I've been doing it myself. But anyway. All right. I think we're good to go. Thank you, Dale. Thank you, Rob, man. Thank you, NZ, Kelly, Mark, Eddie. Someone said anomaly. I don't <laughs> I don't know what that means, but it's funny. That's a, that's a hate crime, actually. I do know what that is. Everybody who says something mean to me, it's now not only hate speech, but a hate crime. So I'm going to start with the first story. Then I'm going to get to the last two. Uh, Rob Smith is, uh, you know, I'm going to try to be as nonpartisan and fair as I possibly can be because I want to be accurate. And, you know, I don't really have any negative feelings towards the guy. If you guys haven't seen him, he's probably been on a lot of conservative media over the last couple of years. Fox, probably Newsmax, Turning Point. The dude's everywhere, right? He's really solidified himself as a um, go-to voice in the conservative movement. He is, I would say, well-known as the black gay veteran who lets you know all the time that he's a black gay veteran who's conservative and against woke culture or whatever. And, uh, you know, I've spoken to him one time uh, on some, like, I would say pilot for a show for Newsmax that never even aired and they never hired me, but he was nice. He was cordial. No problem with him. Have zero problem with the guy. Um, that being said, I did notice that before being a, you know, anti-woke black gay veteran conservative, he used to write for CNN and he did the same shtick with the left wing that he did for the right wing, right? Everybody wakes up, everybody grows up. There's nothing wrong with it necessarily. But in general, I just thought it was weird that like he, he used to be like writing pieces for CNN and left wing media being like, I'm a black gay veteran who's liberal and the, the racist, right? You know, like that was his whole shtick for years. He was like a mainstream media uh, contributor to CNN and others saying he was a black gay veteran liberal. And as soon as he said he was a black gay liberal or black gay conservative, all the news shows started picking him up. Everybody wanted to book him. He's probably made a fortune off the right wing. And me personally, just like I said, I have nothing against him as a person. Um, that content is not for me. Like to me, I consider that very lowbrow content. I like intellectual stuff, deep thinking philosophy, probably one of the dumbest things in my opinion, whether it comes from the left wing or the right wing, is identity politics. Like unless you're making some profound point about identity politics that I've never heard before, uh, I tune it out completely. So I have nothing, nothing against the guy, but like to me, I've never heard anything that blew my mind that he's ever said. It's just like, let's put him on Fox News and he'll be the black gay conservative who agrees with you from a black gay patriot veteran angle. And it's like, 
I don't know that that content's for somebody. It's not for me. Um, just like my content's not for anybody else or, or other people. You know, everybody likes what they like. I never cared for it. So I, I would say I pretty much never listened to him. You know, I just don't care about it. Um, with that being said, he was at turning point. And I'm going to say what I do know and what I don't know. But, you know, I have to say, and God bless you, Rob. Um, you know, it's not a hate crime if somebody yells mean words at you. Like, you, you know, first of all, I don't personally believe hate speech even exists because who gets to define what hate speech is? Everybody hates something else. You might, I might think a joke's hilarious and you might think it's hate speech. So I don't even believe in hate speech necessarily. Uh, but a hate crime, a hate crime is like a crime. It's not someone saying something to you. So Rob Smith, who's been, for lack of a better word, grifting off conservatives for the last couple of years, ran back to CNN, who he used to write left-wing pieces for, and did this long complaint about Republicans where he tweeted that it was a hate crime because people yelled mean words at him. So now he's saying it's a crime, which is just not even, like, it's not true. It's just not, regardless of what you think, um, you know, about how mean it is. Like, it's not a crime. Words are not a crime. So he goes back to CNN, complains about it, and then does something weird. He just starts like roping in Republicans. And he says, I've heard Donald Trump complain, you know, condemn white supremacy, but I've never heard Nikki Haley and, and DeSantis and Chris Christie condemn it. So he's like blaming people calling him mean names. He's blaming it on DeSantis, Chris Christie and Nikki Haley. I don't even like these people, but the people who yelled that at him probably liked Trump more than they liked DeSantis. And this is not to blame Trump. Just because someone who likes Trump says something, it's not Trump's fault. I'm so tired of that. And that's what the DeSantis crowd will say. And it creates this whole liberal circus in the conservative movement that everyone's like, well, they like Trump. It's Trump's fault. Trump hang out with Nick Fuentes. And it's like, it's just all so corny where it's like those people had nothing to do with Chris Christie, Nikki Haley, or DeSantis. Yet Rob Smith is on CNN blaming Nikki Haley, DeSantis, and, and Chris Christie for not condemning white supremacy. It's like ridiculous, even though those are like, probably people who like Trump. But I'm not sitting here to blame Trump. I'm just pointing out how ridiculous that is. He then says it's a hate crime. And I watched the video myself and he says he was called the N word and the F word, F-A-G-G-O-T. That's the F word for those who don't know. I just, you know, solved that mystery for you. And I watched the video and he was never called the N word in the video. He was called the F word, but he was also talking trash to the other people. And I'm not saying I would say that. I'm not saying it's right. But it's a word. You could type that word to me right now. I, I don't want you to get kicked off YouTube or anything. But if you type that and you said anomaly is a, is a that, I, I don't care. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it doesn't it, it means nothing to me. I don't like like jokes and words and mean names like you cursing at me. I don't take that that personally. Like I have friends like Bryson Gray. You know he's black. If you haven't noticed, and uh, you know he, people call him the N word sometimes on uh, Twitter. And he doesn't care. And that's how he takes the power away from it. They say it. He go, He laughs at it. He goes, that means nothing to me. And then they don't have power from that word because he, he doesn't care. Some people really care. Some people don't. I'm not telling you whether you should or shouldn't care. But it's like, you know, a lot of people are calling him the Jesse Smollett of the right wing now because it's like he used to write for CNN. Now he's been grifting off conservative media. Now he's calling mean words a hate crime. Now he's saying he got called the N-word, which he might have, but he didn't get it on video. He's like, look, they call me the N-word and the F-word. They called him the F-word, not the N-word. And then he goes on saying, and then he's saying it's a hate crime, call, getting called names. It's like, it's a crime? And then he blames Republicans who have nothing to do with the people who called him that word. It's so, it is very Jesse. I'm not saying he's, it's exactly like it, but it's like, you know, all I would say is God bless the guy, self-awareness, self-accountability and, and honesty 
um, would fare you well because I think that he's going to lose a lot of his um, support on the right now. And, uh, you know, there's definitely a chance that he just runs back to CNN and does what he did before he did the gay black veteran conservative thing. He might just turn into another gay black veteran liberal CNN writer like he was before he did the gay black veteran Fox News guy. You know, and it's like, God bless, you know, it's just like, I don't know. It's it's definitely not for me. Like, you know, I don't look at Queen. I, I bring up this example because I think that they were um, extraordinary homosexuals, for lack of a better word, like Queen just made a bunch of amazing songs. They were like, um, I would say like legendary Americans, some of the best musicians in, in modern history in my view. But when I think about Queen, of course I remember that they were gay or, or the lead singer was gay, but it's like they were known for their music. Like they didn't just get on stage and say, I'm gay. And it's like, okay, who cares? Like we will rock you. Okay, well now we don't care that you're gay because that's such a fire song. Like they didn't lead with their homosexuality they led with their amazing work. And if you don't have amazing work and all you do is just run around using your identity as a way to get in the door and get on things, that's what people know you for. So then if people say that they know you for that, you can't say it's so me. It's like, you know, there's Tim Dillon is gay and most people don't even know he's gay. If you don't, do you know who Tim Dillon is? He's a comedian. I know, I know people that I like tell them that he's gay and they're like, really? Tim Dillon's gay? He said it a bunch of times, but he... People don't know him as the gay guy. He's not like the gay comedian. He's the funny comedian who happens to be gay. So, you know, if you lead with your race, if you lead with your sexuality, and then that's what people know of you, it's not, you know, you're kind of like, that's, I don't know. It's just like, people don't even know what ethnicity I am. Some people do because I ask. I'm Italian, Polish, part Czechoslovakian, and part Puerto Rican. Um, most people don't know that because I don't talk about it all the time. But if I talked about it all the time and somebody used a slur against me because I'm part Hispanic, I don't know. I wouldn't care. Personally, I wouldn't care. But people people have given me slurs before. People have called me things I'm not. They call me Jewish sometimes. Like, you're a secret Jewish person. I'm like, I'm not. But, uh, you know, whatever. You know, and if you say I'm Anomaly is 100% Puerto Rican, I'm also not. But whatever. You know what I'm saying? Or like, oh, you're this. No, but it's it's that it's to me it's not hate speech. You're just wrong, um, and it's certainly not a hate crime. You get what I'm saying? Like it's not a hate crime for you to call me names. Like you could take a, a white slur or a Hispanic slur and use it against me, and I would not consider that hate speech or a hate crime because it's literally just a word. You know, a crime is a crime. Speech is speech. Mean is mean. Uh, some people are passive aggressive. They never say a mean thing in their life, but they're dickheads. Some people curse all the time and they're the nicest, uh, they're the nicest people out there. So I, I just, uh, you know, I think you take the power away from these words when you don't care about them that much and you give power to them when you cry about them. But regardless of what you think of how mean it is to call someone F-A-G-G-O-T, um, the fact that he ran to CNN, who he used to write articles for and cried about Republicans, aimlessly blamed three Republicans who have nothing to do with the situation and then said it was a hate crime, like, I'll, I'm probably going to be the nicest person to this guy because a lot of people are probably going to be a lot ruder than me. I try to be a respectful person. Bro, you got to stop lying. You know, you could say that they're mean. You could say that they're dicks. You could say that you don't like them. You could say that you think they're bad people. You could say that you think they're bad for the Republican movement. But to call it a hate crime and then randomly blame Chris Christie, Nikki Haley, and DeSantis for what people that probably like Trump more did. And this is not Trump's fault. And to be honest... You know, I figured this stuff out in like 2019 
this is what Charlie Kirk did. Those same type of kids, they came to his events, they asked questions and Charlie cried about it. And like, you know, it's like, I don't, okay. Like Charlie doesn't like them. Rob doesn't like them. Oh my gosh. They're so mean. I don't want to talk about them. They're supremacists. I'm going to cry to see it. And like, it's just annoying, like have a debate with them, call them dicks. To be honest, I don't agree with a lot of stuff they do. I don't like how they act. I don't like how they talk to people. I don't like their whole little culture. However, everything they say is not wrong and everything you say isn't right just because you don't like them personally. Like if they say the truth and you're not willing to say the truth about certain topics, it like, it doesn't make you a more moral person just because you don't say certain stuff. Like that's the Republican party to me. It's all fake. It's all identity politics. It's all liberalism um, disguised as conservatism. Cause it's just a bunch of liberals wearing cowboy hats and, uh, you know what I'm saying? Crying about stuff. It's just like, can we talk about real topics or no? Is this a big, feelings fest where we're going to fake a hate crime because we don't like words that people yelled at us. It's a joke. This whole movement's a joke. And that's kind of the, uh, you know, the point of this video, because I want to say a few other things. Uh, and I, I read, by the way, too, to follow up on the Epstein story, they're releasing the names of like 150 Epstein employees or, or, or associates, but they're sealing three of the names. Which three names do you think that they're going to seal? Because that's pretty interesting. Um, <laughs> Second story is about Colby Covington, another conservative MAGA supporter that, you know, I've always liked, but uh, I, I, he's kind of like embarrassing, in my opinion, the MAGA movement. And I don't know if it's purposeful or not, uh, but this is just my perspective. Um, Colby Covington, I'm going to give you guys a brief intro because it, 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 it comes into culture in a second. He was on Fox News, but I'm just going to give you a backstory. Um, he calls himself Trump's favorite fighter. He's pro MAGA. He's pro first responders. Everybody in MMA says that he's playing a character because he says a lot of rude stuff. He acts crazy. He said that Leon Edwards, you know, father is going to, it was in hell compared to Hitler, you know, calls people really messed up names, talks about their family. Like he crosses the line that most people in MMA don't cross, but it makes him really popular. Anyway, he lost the fight pretty soundly. I watched it. I, I was rooting for him, but he didn't win. Um, and after the fight, he said he barely got touched. He went on Patrick Bet David's show today. He said he broke his foot. And then he said on uh, Jesse Waters that he thinks that the judges stole the decision from him because he's pro-Trump. And for me, this is like embarrassing because I like MAGA people. I like conservatives. I like middle of America. We don't agree on all politics, but these are the people, the forgotten ones, the, the, the ones that are being slandered by the media. So when Colby Covington stands up as a very credible figure and he represents MAGA and he pretends to represent conservative movement, it's just embarrassing. Like he went on Jesse Waters and Jesse Waters goes, if you watch that segment, it's one of the most embarrassing things I've ever watched. It's like Jesse Waters goes, uh, it looks like you won on paper. Uh, and, and keep in mind, I wanted him to win. I thought he lost four to one or three to two. Maybe in a crazy world, the judges could have scored it for him. But I mean, he pretty much lost the first two rounds, probably lost the third. It was close, but like not that close. Uh, anyway, Jesse Waters is literally on Fox News in front of millions of people telling all these boomers that probably don't even watch MMA. So they're going to believe Jesse and Colby and being like, oh, Colby lost the fight because he's a Trump supporter. Listen, there's a lot of things that are going on against Trump supporters, but he got that fight because of his personality. Like he didn't, he's not losing opportunities because he likes Trump. He's getting more opportunities because he likes Trump. He works in the UFC. Dana White is like best friends with Donald Trump. You think he's losing opportunities because of Trump? He got that fight because he likes Trump. He's getting more things than most fighters because of his support of Trump and because of who he is. Um, and then he tells people on Fox News who, who are naive and they don't watch MMA, 
oh, I'm losing all these fights because, you know, the judges just don't like Trump when he got his ass kicked. I mean, he had more damage. He says he broke his foot. His leg was completely bruised. He didn't even do anything the first two rounds. Like he lost the fight and I wanted him to win. And then he goes on Jesse Waters and Jesse Waters does no journalism and goes, oh, yeah, they're yeah, they're they're, they're not letting you win because you like Trump. There were fighters on like seven, eight fight win streaks, 10 fight win streaks that didn't get the fight. And Kobe hadn't fought in two years. They gave him the fight because he's an interesting fighter because he likes Trump. Like he got a fight that he normally wouldn't have gotten. 99% of fighters wouldn't have gotten. He got because he likes Trump and because he's interesting and because he sells fights and because he's good, loses it, doesn't fight well for whatever reason. Maybe he got hurt. That's That could be true. But he didn't say that after the fight. And then they're embarrassing us. And he's like, oh, you know how it is, MAGA. They don't like us. They don't like us. And, you know, we're not getting opportunities just like you, you know, because of, because the judges don't like Trump. And nobody, like probably 5% of the people watching that watch the fight, if even that much. And Jesse Waters is like, yeah, that's what it was. It, it's like so, emba- I'm so embarrassed to be conservative now. I'm so, like, I've not said I'm MAGA in three years because Trump's like a globalist vaccine salesman scammer. So, I don't call myself, I never called myself MAGA. I always just try to do journalism and say Trump was crushing. But in general, like if you would have talked to me in like 2018, 2019, and you were like, oh, you're MAGA Jason, or you like MAGA, it's like, yeah, MAGA is cool. Uh, now it's embarrassing. Trump's selling vaccines. Trump's lying about Florida. Trump's like pathological. Colby Covington's on Fox News, like embarrassing middle America, acting like a caricature of what the media says we are. Like, it's almost like a humiliation ritual. Like, they're purposely embarrassing us and making us look as stupid as possible. Like, if the media says we're all stupid, we got to show we're not stupid. If we're being led by Jesse Waters being like, oh, you lost the fight because you hate Trump. Yeah, Patriots. It's like, it's like, it's embarrassing. It's like Carrie Lake, you know what I'm saying? Freaking Mike Lindell just screaming on a stage. Like, I'm in, I want nothing to do with this. I've been very straightforward about it for like three years. Like, whatever that is, I want nothing to do with it. Like, I'm not, I want to be respected. I want to be honest. I want like there needs to be some like real passion and umph to what I'm saying that that makes sense. Like I, I, it's been like three years of just straight decline, and now you're seeing what I would call late stage. And I'm not blaming Trump for this, but it's like you have Rob Smith going on CNN crying hate crime when someone yelled something at him. You have Colby Covington on Jesse Waters claiming he lost the fight because he liked Trump and has nothing to do with what happened as somebody that wanted him to win like it's 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 basically like people are being conditioned on the right to be like all you have to do is be a black gay veteran and everything you say is right and you could just cry whenever you want uh all you have to do is like maga and, and support trump and then no matter what you say or do people will like you like people are taking advantage of conservatives people are taking advantage of maga and people are taking advantage of republicans because they know that if you say certain things that you'll give their support to them. So they're abusing you. And I've been talking about this for three years, but it's at a certain, it's at a point now where I'm just like, this is crazy cringe. Like there's not a lot of MAGA athletes out there. Colby Covington is one of them. So if you cared about MAGA and conservatives and patriots in America, you would take your identity seriously and be like, all right, I'm representing the millions of forgotten people right now. You're not going to go out there and make a mockery of everybody. And that's what he's doing. If you go to the comment section of any MMA uh, page right now, which is pro-Republican, by the way, more MMA fighters are right wing than left wing. Like that's one sport that we actually dominate. Everybody's laughing at Colby and Matt, like we're a joke. It's like, oh, like, what are you doing? dude? You're making MAGA look stupid and fake and dishonest. Like 
Why? You know, you're, you're putting these people on your back, putting them in front of you as a shield and then just shitting all over them. Like it, it's so, it's so disappointing to see this sort of stuff, but, uh, it's wild. Um, and the third thing I wanted to say, I, I got to do an interview in like 30 minutes. So I got a little bit of time. Um, I said the civil war is canceled and this is a message and I'm, I feel really strong in this message and I'm really glad to say this message to people because I feel like a lot of pages are luring you into fed traps and luring you into like anger and emotions. And I'm trying to not have people angry and emotional. Like even when you fight, I'll give you a quick example. Sorry, always doing MMA examples, but you watch enough of it. You just talk about it. You know, Colby Covington said that uh, Leon's father was in hell and he's dead, which is like a super mean thing to say. And Leon Edwards was super mad. And his his team told him, you can't fight emotional and you can't fight angry. He was trying to make him angry. And if you fight angry, you lose. Like being angry and emotional in a fight is not an advantage. It's a disadvantage. So it's the same thing with politics. You don't like being angry. If you watch Republicans that make you angry all the time and, and, and emotional, they're not trying to help you. They're trying to make you do something you normally wouldn't do that's not strategic like that's not how you fight a war that's not how you enter a battle that's not how you play a, a sport um with that being said you know every time i talk about certain things certain people will be like well you know this there's going to be a war in a civil war and it's like i'm saying the civil war is canceled because if you can't even stand up to your own side and tell ted cruz he's lying or tell trump he's been scamming you like if you can't even do that where's the war? Like, what, what do you talk? Like the, the solution is simple, peaceful, nonviolent, and very easy. And it's like a bunch of men who don't even have the courage and honor to call out their own side of politics. They're the ones always freaking everybody out all the time and saying like civil war, civil war, civil war. It's like the civil war is canceled. If you can't, you can't even call out your own side. Who are you? Like, where are you going? Where, like, there's no war. You're going to end up in a Fed trap, just like January 6th. It's like you're following a guy selling vaccines harder than Bill Gates, thinking he's going to beat up the globalists he's literally working for. Like, I didn't know that all that was going to happen on January 6th. I assumed it was just going to be like a Trump rally, slightly angrier or something. But it's it's not that shocking. Like, I didn't, you know, it's like you, someone said you've been captured. No, if you want to be angry and emotional and follow people like Mike Lindell into battle, go knock yourself out. But if you get arrested by the feds and there is no battle and the people that got you arrested in the first place don't even like you that much or care about you and won't even say two words about you when you're rotting in prison, like the January 6ers, it took people like two years to even say something about them. That's on you, bro. I'm not advocating anybody to do that, but that's on you. It's just like, I, I don't understand the dynamic. The people that think that there's a civil war, uh, you're saying somebody else, uh, I don't care. But anyway, it's like the people that are screaming civil war and screaming, they won't tell you what your own side's doing. You get what I'm saying? Like they're, 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 they're hyping up this like battle that's not, yes, they're left and right or ideologically against each other. It, like it's all obvious, but you get what I'm saying? Like it, it's like they, they, they're like, Dude, uh, uh, and everyone's like, uh, like where, where are you going? What are you doing? Like, what's what's this? Like, what are you mad at? I'm mad at inflation. Okay. Do you want to have an honest conversation about how it got here? No, I'm going to get mad at it. Then who cares? Who cares how angry you are? Let's have an honest conversation about inflation. Okay. Um, you could take it back to the Federal Reserve. You know, some people blame the Federal Reserve. I think it's like 1918 or 1907. I forget. The Federal Reserve is created. Now you have a central bank. You know, now 
you're done basically, but whatever. It was good around America. And then after that, it's like, you know, income tax, printing money, debt, getting away from gold back standards, like running up the deficit. Like there's a lot of things you could, you know, libertarians and Ron Paul blame all of that for inflation. But, it, and then you go to like, you know, the banking, what was it under Obama? They had like a bank bailout. Like this economy is like in shambles in a weird way, even though it's still good because it's like based off of a fiat currency that's not gold backed and a federal reserve. Like it's weird. It works. I'm grateful that it hasn't collapsed yet, but you know, it's like a teeter tottering thing because it's not based on anything real. Like it's not gold backed. Some people could go that far back. I would say in my lifetime, the biggest lead to massive inflation that we're, we're facing is the money printing that they do every year. They print a trillion dollars, trillion dollars, trillion, omnibus bill. I would say that's a big one. Trillion, 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 trillion every year. But also COVID was like, in my opinion, the dagger in the inflation. It's like once Trump printed $7 trillion, we were screwed. And then Biden got in and printed, what, another four or five trillion? I don't even know how much they printed, but it's like the truth. Like you could, you could give all of that as a piece of the puzzle. But the two biggest things I think in my lifetime were Trump printing too much money because of COVID and Biden printing too much money because of COVID. If you can't even accurately point that out, there's no point in being mad because you're not mad at the right thing. You're mad at Biden, even though your guy did it. And your solution to stopping the inflation that Biden caused is voting for Trump, who did who printed a lot also. You know, it's just like someone says seven trillion is nothing. We have 170 trillion in assets here. I guess you could think that, but at a certain point, like if they print money and give it to other people or send billions and trillions overseas, like there's, you know, there's an equation, a mathematic equation going into that. It's not going to you, um, you know, there's going to be some sort of price uh, effect, but you know, you could think, I don't know. So because we have 170 trillion in assets, you should just print $7 trillion and hand it out. I don't agree with that, but I hear what you're saying. I like, also with the COVID Trump checks, would they give everyone like $1,400, $1,600? I get, and, and people will get mad at me in the comments. They'll be like, I, I needed that. I'm not saying you didn't need it. You needed it because they took your business away. So like that's socialism, you know, take people's business away. I have no money. Oh, you have no money. Here's $1,600 from the government. That's socialism. I'm not saying you didn't need it, but you needed it because they took your stuff away and then they gave you money. You can't just give everyone money. It, it didn't everyone used to know that. So long story short, the people that are the most pissed off screaming civil war are the ones who can't even admit that Trump and the Republican Party are in on the inflation. So it's like these are the type of people that are going to get led to a Fed trap. They're fighting emotionally. They're like, I'm pissed off. OK, then go to the Capitol and pretend like QAnon told you the truth and Trump's going to arrest all the bad guys he's working with. Like, is that your solution? You know, it's like. That's why the civil war is canceled. It's like the real civil war is waking up and realizing that the people on your side aren't even doing anything. And once you confront them peacefully on it, they'll have to stop. Ted Cruz is still getting cheered. Trump is still being treated like a rock star. And there's no incentive to not do this stuff because I'll give you an example. And this is this doesn't come from jealousy. I'm just being honest, right? Nothing against Rob Smith. Knock yourself out. Say you're a black gay veteran conservative. That's for somebody, the identity politics. I'm not into it, but some that's for somebody. I've been around since 2000, probably 16, 17, 18. But in 2018, right, there really weren't a lot of Trump supporters because in 2017, I think that's when I made my video, 2016, I don't remember. 
it wasn't popular to be a Trump supporter. There wasn't really an economy for it. I mean, I guess in some ways there was the people who voted for him, but like it was scary to be a Trump supporter. Like when everything was on the line, you know, there's a lot of people who broke that path and there were people before me, but a lot of people think of me as one of the first people that was like, I was not always conservative. You know, here's why Trump's not that bad. And there were not like when I put out that video and I was getting invited places, there weren't that many people supporting Trump. Like it was a very small niche market. Everyone was still afraid. A lot of these other people came years later once we broke open the door and it was like, oh, now it's now we can make money off it. Now, like I know people for sure that saw me and were like, oh, I want to do what he did because th th there's more money over there. Like they don't even care about you. But anyway, it's like once people like Rob came around, they're just getting all these opportunities. That's fine. I don't care. But it's like, I'm well-spoken, I'm articulate, I'm convincing. I think I run circles around most people in media, but they don't want people like me. They don't want people that are authentic and genuine and not identity politics. Like, they're like, where do we get the black one? Where do we get the gay one? Where do we get the veteran? Where, where do we get all, all three of them? Let's put them on everything. And it's like, you're doing what the left does. So then when that person runs back to CNN and calls it a hate crime, are you guys shot? Like, what did you think you were gonna do? Like, if, you're, if your movement's being run by people that don't care, if you if your leaders on stage saying socialism sucks while printing seven trillion dollars, like this is all going to fail. I've told people this for four years. I'm not being a hater. I don't care. It, it, it's it's all fake. You know what I'm saying? Like there's there's genuine people. There's authentic people. There's people who really mean what they say and have something to share and can convince left wingers and make it really convincing. But you don't. These people are not appealing to like a, a Fox News. Like a Fox News wants like Jesse Waters who sits up there with like a bunch of gel in his hair and just makes a fool of us every night. Like, you know, he makes some good points, but it's like he had on a fighter who everybody in the MMA community knows lost, and he's sitting up there trying to play the victim, saying that he thinks that this guy lost because of Trump. It's embarrassing. Like, now tens of millions of MMA fans are like, Jesse Waters is an idiot. He's like a mockery of himself, you know? But that's what pops off. Like, they, they don't want people that are good at what they do. They want people who fit a certain role. Oh, you look a certain way and you're gay. You get to go here. Oh, you're black and you look a certain way. You can go here. Oh, you're a woman. Like, And then you put them there and it's like, isn't that what the left does? Like, this is another thing too. Listen, if Trump picks a woman because a woman's the best person for the job, who cares? Or if it's a veteran or a gay person or whatever, like do what you got to do. I don't care. It's America. But in general, like Trump's campaign and Bannon, Bannon's been saying this for weeks, but I heard this six months ago from the Trump camp. They're saying that they're going to pick a woman vice president. If you don't have the name of the woman and you just say you're going to pick a woman, you're doing what the left does. It's a diversity hire. When when uh, what's his name comes out, <clears throat> Biden, and he says, I'm going to pick a black woman. Everyone on the right cries and they go, oh, you're picking a black woman. Oh, you know, and they cry because saying you're going to pick a black woman without actually naming her says that you're just looking for a certain gender and a certain race and, and you're not going to pick the best person. And the right rightfully doesn't like that. But then when Trump does it and says he's going to pick a woman, he doesn't even know which woman, who, what woman? Like, why are you just picking a woman? Are you now you're cutting down the field by 80 percent? You don't even know who you're proving that it's not because of their merit. It's because of their gender. It's like a virtue signal. That is the Republican Party. This party needs to fail. It's a controlled opposition party. It's the liberal socialist party. They print too much money. They lie. They do everything they claim to, to, to be against. And then they sit on stage and just suck money away from you until they can't suck money away from you. And then they run to the operative news station and uh, cry about you and lie about you.
Like, you you know, people deserve this stuff because these are the type of people they've been promoting and supporting and hiring. And then they act shocked. It's like if you it's like if you freaking hire Karl Marx's nephew to run your company and he says he hates companies and then you, he runs your company into the ground. You're like, I didn't see that coming. Like, what did you think he was going to do? He had a communist manifesto on his desk every day when he came into work and you hired him knowing that. Like, that's the Republican Party now. It's everything they claim. This is why. I, I, I'm disgusted by the Republican Party because every, it's not just the fact that they suck, but everything they complain about with the left is everything that they do. Literally. It's like every name, every complaint they do. They print too much money. Republicans do it. They hire based on race and gender. Republicans do it. Uh, you know what I'm saying? They cry hate speech. Republicans do it. They fake hate crimes. Republicans do it. A every single thing. Like, I can't think of one thing that the left does, um, you know, and, and then the right will be like, oh, you know, we don't want we don't want a drag queen story hour, obviously. Um, but then you have like Republican comedians wearing Speedos with their dick out in front of like a bunch of kids. And that's ha ha ha. It's like they do the same stuff. It's like, that's not weird. You, your dick's out in front of like, you know, kids. At, but it's a joke. Like, it, you know, it's it's like all it's just it's just weird. Um, but anyway. I just that's my opinion. Um Anybody that's like, oh, we're going to, you know, every time it breaks down, like the Civil War, where, bro? There's no, like, your leader is selling vaccines harder than Bill Gates. Like, in your head, you're fighting the left and beating up the left in the South to take over the country. In reality, the leader of your movement takes meetings with Bill Gates and does exactly what he says. Like, you're, the opposition's controlled. The only place you're going is to jail or a Fed trap. I'm just warning people, you know, I didn't know that was going to happen on January 6th. I thought it was just going to be a normal rally, but I knew that people were like a little annoyed because of what happened. But I just, I assumed it was going to be like a Trump rally in DC and everyone was going to go home. I had no idea what was going to happen, but my red alarm was going off because Trump was like Moderna, Moderna, Moderna. And I'm like, I'm not, I don't like him anymore. Like he's a liar. You know, he's a vaccine salesman. And people were like, oh, you're just a hater. How many people are in prison that were calling me a hater? So, you know, the one lady that got shot and killed. She had like Lynn Wood and a bunch of like QAnon thing all over her Twitter. And she's like a veteran. She thought she was in a civil war. She jumped through a window, got shot. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not a joke out here, folks. Like, think about what you're doing. Um, you know, if you're going to role play civil war, it, there, like, that's not it. You know, it's not, your team is not even your team. You know, it, it's like, stand up to your team peacefully and respectfully. And then, you know, see what happens. But if you can't even confront Ted Cruz, you can't even confront Ted Cruz and TPUSA is cheering for Ted Cruz who just voted for the FISA warrant, spying warrant. You get what I'm saying? Like, you think you're ready for a civil war? You can't even say no to Donald Trump or Ted Cruz. Say no to Trump and Ted Cruz like three times and then tell me what happens. You could shift the whole culture by just standing up for yourself. But a bunch of loser men, no offense, that can't even stand up for themselves, they're the ones role-playing freaking George Washington. You're not doing nothing. What are you talking about? You can't even say no to Ted Cruz. You can't even say no to Charlie Kirk. You can't even say no three times to Donald Trump. You can't do that. Like, stop lying. You know, it, it, it's crazy. Um I'm going to read a few more and then I'm going to roll out. Whose interview am I doing? This guy named Andrew. He used to be on Rebel News, but I think he quit or got fired. I'm not really sure. I think he quit, but I don't know. Um, Andrew's awesome, though. He was on my show a couple weeks ago. 
Someone said, why don't I reach out with Vivek and help him? Because Jimmy Dore is criticizing him for not being interventionist enough on the Palestine side, even though he's the only guy instead of Massey. Why don't I reach out to Vivek to help him? Dude, I'm doing I'm trying to do news analysis and journalism. I'm not trying to help a political campaign. I like what why why would I reach out to him to help him? What do you want me to do? Pick up a shovel and go pick up trash in his neighborhood? Like he's he's running a campaign. He, he's a big boy, you know. I'm not saying uh, I didn't see the Jimmy Dore interview with Vivek, but I I don't know. That's that's between them. I could look at it and give you my opinion about it, but I'm not like not gonna like work for Vivek. Oh, Jimmy said something wrong to Vivek. Why don't you work for him? No, I don't know. I'll. Uh, review it you know talk about it maybe jimmy was right though i have no idea i don't i don't know what he was saying i i can't speak on it i don't agree with jimmy on everything he's more left-wing in a lot of ways but jimmy's also always like kind of pissed off but he's funny jimmy's definitely a funny guy someone said jimmy pressed him hard didn't jimmy have on rfk and not press him hard on that topic though i you know everyone's doing what they could do i'm not trying to be a hater it's just like I'll look at it and give you my opinion, but I'm not going to like help him. Help him. Anomaly, save Vivek from Jimmy Dore. <laughs> yeah, that's my role. Here, here, Vivek, let me save you from a progressive left-leaning news podcaster who's friends <laughs> with Tucker Carlson. It's like, okay. Um, someone said, who does Jeffrey Epstein work for? I don't know. That's hate speech. You're not allowed to talk about that. That's a hate crime. Do you know the one video that before the other one, I think it was the first video that I ever had, like give my page a warning, was an Epstein video. They 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 marked me down. For, I'm not even joking. They like marked me down for like hate speech for talking about Jeffrey Epstein. <laughs> That's YouTube for you. Um, thank you, Diary. I appreciate it. Let me see. Republicans exist to slow the walk to the destination and Democrats were at five, 10 years earlier. Yeah, I mean, but here's the, here's why I, I want to be clear too. I don't even want to talk about the Tim Pool's little civil war, but in general, it's like, okay, think about how much people complain when Biden says he's going to pick a black woman or a woman because it's not, he's not picking the best person. He's, he's looking for a certain gender and a certain race. Trump is doing that for his vice president. He's been saying it for like months. I, I Before Steve Bannon, now it's mainstream news. And they're like, oh, Trump's going to pick a woman because Steve Bannon said it. I told my audience this like seven months ago because I, I, I can't remember where I heard it or where I seen it. But I don't talk about stuff that's just rumor. Like somebody in Trump's camp has been saying this for like a year now. Okay. Who's going to call Trump out the same way they'd call out Biden? Nobody. Nobody. No one's going to do it. I'm not going to name names, although I want to. I'm not trying to burn bridges. Think about all the top five, six, seven, eight conservative podcasts. None of them are going to say it. So that's why the Republican Party, it's just a controlled opposition clown show. It's like, oh, Biden did this. All right, well, Trump did it. Well, I don't want to say it because I want to hang out with Charlie Kirk. Oh, I'm a fake now. Okay, you're the new fake. You're the new Sean Hannity. You're the new Jesse Waters. Congratulations. Suck up all the money. Use MAGA. These people are using you. It's like they're, they're making a mockery of you. They see you as a cash cow. 
You know, most of these people didn't say shit in 2017 and 2018 and 2019 because they didn't want to lose the money from whatever corporation they were grifting off of. And then as soon as they realized that MAG is this huge cash cow, all of them run through, throw all the real supporters in the background and say, oh, here's what you want to hear, patriots. Oh, MAGA, 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 MAGA. And they're just, they're, they're, they're making a mockery of you guys. And it's like, if you guys are that foolish to not realize it, they're going to keep doing it. It just just ticks me off because it's like everything that they complain about with the left when the right does it, they won't say anything, which is why the right keeps doing it. Like that guy said that they're just Democrats from five years ago. That's exactly what they are. And it's like, it's all so obvious, but no one wants to say it. Ted Cruz will sit on stage and make little poop jokes like he's a dummy. He probably chat GPT those jokes. He's such a loser. And then he'll be like, oh, the slippery slope. I mean, a woman should use the woman's bathroom. I'm Ted Cruz. I look like a sloppy potato salad that fell to the side of the freaking, you know, tin container that you got to like heat up before it slides back. You know, and then it's like, okay, so, you know, the slippery slope in America is too bad and it's too gay and, and, and you wish you could go back in time and, you know, put marriage between a man and a woman or whatever the hell. But then he's like, Uganda. Oh, my gosh. A Catholic African country is not as gay as America. We need to go there and make them gayer. It's like they're the liberal gay world order. They're literally just running around the world, giving them all of America's culture and then crying about the culture in America while they spread our culture to other countries, even though they can't even control it here. You know what I'm saying? It would be like if your house is full of, you know, dust and dirt and you're telling me how to de-dust my house. It's like, OK, you know, why don't you why don't you why don't you fix America first? Then you could go over to these other countries. I'm not saying America is bad, but it's like San Francisco's a joke. New York City's a joke. L.A.'s a joke. Every airport in our country is a joke. Our country's a joke. Our, our tr public transit's a joke. You know, you could name every part of our country. Is our public transit the best? No. Are airports the best? No. Are our cities the best? No. So what's so great about America anymore? It's not the America of 30 years ago. America used to be the best country. It's not anymore. And we need to fix it and make it great again. That's Trump's whole thing. But they can't do anything. Ted Cruz, look at the Republican Party in Texas. They used to win every election by 20 points. Then it was 15 points. Then it was 10 points. Then it was five points. They're about to lose freaking Texas and sloppy potato salad Ted Cruz wants to go tell Uganda to be gayer. Like that's his big agenda. They're literally controlled opposition. I want this party to get destroyed and fail so something could rebuild that's actually better. I don't, I can't stand these people. I'm not voting in the primary. I don't give a shit about Trump, DeSantis, or any of these people. You know, the most ethical one by his voice is, is uh, you know, is Vivek. He's the only one saying the right stuff. But he was a pharmaceutical CEO when the country needed him the most and wasn't saying jack shit about anything that mattered at all. So, you know, it's like I could care less about him, too. But Trump and DeSantis and, and Nikki Haley, it's like they're playing a competition that who can worship a foreign country the most and pass more speech and anti-protest laws for a foreign country and then call it hate speech when you point out that they're doing it. And, and you definitely can't say that there's donors involved. You know, that's hate speech. So it's like this whole party sucks. You know, it's like people think I'm just being hateful. No, I'm I'm right. I don't care. You get what I'm saying? I'd rather be broke. I'd rather lose everything. I'd rather people hate me. I don't care. I don't have a fake bone in my body. I'm not here to grift off you. I'm not here to sell you a lie. I'm not here to make a fortune and scam people. I could never live with myself if I made money lying to people. I'd feel terrible. You know, I don't know what these people are built of, but I'm what America's lacking. I'm not acting like I'm perfect, but I have honor. I have courage. I have integrity. You know what I'm saying? I like my country. I'm a selfless person when it comes to prioritizing what's right over what could benefit me. You know, I've turned down 95% of my sponsors. They probably all hate me because it's like, I don't like the, you know, 
It's like, I don't need, I don't need to make friends, you know? Oh, you want me to sell this product? I don't like the product. I don't care how much you're paying me. You know, I don't care if they paid me $50 million. If I don't like the product, I'm not selling it. You know, other people will sell you something that they would never use themselves for 20,000. You know, it's like, I'm built different, you know? And, and that, that's the real civil war. Men be, have courage, have integrity, have honor, respect yourself, respect your family, respect your country, do that. And then see where it's, it's to see the, the whole country would be changed immediately. But it's like, the liberals are going insane. They have no self-awareness. The Republicans are turning into liberals. They have no self-awareness. It's like, you know, the whole, the whole party's a joke and it's being led by Tim, Tim Poole and Dan Bongino who are just screaming civil war at you guys, you know, and selling you survival kits. Like it's a joke. I want like, you know, both of them make good points in certain elements. I'm not hating on them. Dan Bongino, you know, probably made a fortune off a of rumble. Congratulations. You know, that's a cool website, even though I don't use it that much, but it's like, you know, what, what's going on here? It's, let me see. I'll read a few and then I, I got to go in like a couple minutes. Someone said, I guess all the Christians that think we live by the Old Testament are doing animal sacrifices and circumcisions. I mean, they're definitely doing circumcisions if you haven't noticed. I don't want to get it. You know, that's another thing too. I do want to get into it now. Thank you for that. Um, Listen. I don't want to get into your personal life, do what you want to do. But here's another thing. It's like you'll have Christians and conservatives complain about female circumcision. What is it? Female circumcision. They're like, oh, my God, look what the Muslims are doing to people, to women. And it's like, it's so bad. Sure. I, you know, like those extreme examples are insane. Um, what about what you're doing? Because if you read the Bible and you read about circumcision, it says very specifically circumcision is of the heart like that whole I, I i haven't memorized it but i've read it a bunch of times they're they never told you to chop off part of your kid's dick like that's not christian that's not conservative that's not american that's a different culture that's a different in my opinion subversion um you know so it's like everybody complains about female circumcision and they don't even realize they're doing it to all their young boys they're traumatizing their kids at birth by chopping off a very nerve sensitive part of their penis. Like Americans are, are brainwashed into abusing young boys at birth. And you wonder why all these kids are so traumatized because you did it, you know? And I'm not blaming people. I'm just saying, like figure it out. Instead of looking at everyone else all the time, look at the Muslims, looking at the liberals, look at yourself. Your party's a joke. Your leader works with Bill Gates. You know, Ted Cruz is an idiot. Turning Point USA could care less. All the podcasters are making a mockery of you. All the athletes are making a mockery of you. And you're chopping a part of your kids' private parts off at birth, complaining about other people doing it. Look in the mirror, Republicans. If nothing's going to change until people figure this stuff out. It's like, I wonder why everything's so messed up. Because you're in on it. It's not Christian. And the Bible doesn't say to chop off a part of your penis. Like, read read it. It literally says, it like, it's almost like the Bible knows everything. Like the Bible, like every part that stupid fake Christians try to tell everybody, the Republicans sold out once to a foreign country. Like, oh, urgh. it's like read, pick up the Bible and read it for yourself. It, it literally like makes it It's almost like it over explains it, knowing that someone's going to tell you that it means chopping your penis off. It's like it doesn't mean that. It means of the heart. If you give your life, if you give your heart to, to Christ, you know, it's like. That's what circumcision is. It's of the heart. It's not of your dick. You know, it's like, oh, so I should chop it up. I'm just saying. 
You know, people do what you want, but look all over the world. Why, why are there only like a couple countries that do it? Look at the countries that do it and look at the countries that don't do it. I'm just saying. Um, someone said cleaner and healthier. I mean, so so they've told you, you know, I, I bet if you chop your hands off, you don't have to wash them. You know, your hands won't get dirty if you chop them off at birth and sew them up. Oh, now there's no crevices in your hands for it to get dirty. You know, you're taking a sexual organ and without your kid's permission and chopping it off. I've had it done to me when I was a kid because I didn't have a choice and I was zero years old. I didn't know anything. But I'm just saying in general, now looking at it, I wouldn't do it, you know, to my child because I believe that it's genital mutilation without a kid's permission and you're chopping off a part of their private area that has nerve endings to it and it has a purpose like everything in God's body. The Bible doesn't say to chop your penis off. It doesn't say that. It says circumcisions of the heart. Someone said anomaly, you're half right, bro, but this is a bad take. Bro, this is a great take. This take's going to age well, and 95% of the world understands this. Oh, yeah, just like they told you to lock down in your house and get fat. America's so stupid. Yeah, guys, the only way to the, the only way to be healthy is, is to chop parts of your private part off and lock down and get obese and take a bunch of pharmaceutical pills and get fat as fuck and then run to the doctor and inject yourself with seven shots and lock your business down and then take a Trump check and then be inflated and blame it on Biden. Oh, that's really going to work, boys. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm so wrong. Yeah, another take by Anomaly that's going to age fantastically in 10 years once Republicans wake up and stop abusing their kids. Uh, cry about it all you want. I'm right. I don't care. Wow, wow. Go ahead. Keep doing it. See what happens. Another one in the right department for Anomaly. I'm, I'm keeping, I'm keeping t t uh, you know. Someone asked, what do you think about the Bible verse talking about a man with long hair? I don't consider it hate speech. I've had Christians say that to me and be like, you know, something to consider for sure. Like, I wouldn't look at that verse and be like, oh, don't say it to me. I have long hair. It's like, it's the Bible. It matters more than my opinion or my fashion sense. So I don't know. Maybe one day I'll read it so many times that I'll cut my hair off. Someone said Jesus have long hair. I've heard that debate. Jesus had long hair. Other characters had long hair. But at the same time, they tell you not to. I. I'm, but here's what I'm going to say is I'm not going to cry when someone says, hey, cut your hair. The Bible says so. I'm not going to be like, oh, it's a hate crime. It's hate speech. I want my it's like my hair doesn't matter as much as what the Bible says. And here's what I'll say, too, is like. You know, it's the same with like the military. It's like, would I go into the military and be like, but I want to be this. It's like, then then don't join the military. Like when people are like, I want to be trans and I, it would be like me going to the military being like, I want my really long hair. Well, it's not, the, the military is not about me. It's not about my fashion sense. It's not about what gender you are. Like the military has specific protocols for war. It's a, it's a war. Like if you, if you get cut from the varsity basketball team, it's because you're not good enough or, the, or maybe the coach doesn't like you. I don't know. It's like, you know, people are so soft nowadays. Like, oh, I want, you know, I I can't believe the military. Won't. If you don't know what gender you are, maybe you shouldn't join the military right now. You know, maybe it's not the right option for you. The same way I probably shouldn't join RuPaul's Drag Race because I'm a, a guy. You know what I'm saying? That's not trying to be a woman. Like, it's like everything doesn't need to be for everyone all the time. You know, like I, I can't just join the NBA. I can't have long hair in the military. Are they hating on my fashion sense? No, it's not a beauty competition and it's not a freaking reality show. It's it's the US military trying to 
prepare itself for a serious war. Like, it's not about me. It's not about my feelings. It's not about how much I want to do it. If they say no, they say no. Like, you know, it's so stupid. It's like, everybody's so annoying. And the right annoys me just as much as the left does. So it's like, what do I really do? Do my show, crush it, make great content. Uh, you know, maybe just comment on culture. Cause I, you know, it's like, maybe I should just ignore all these political people. Cause it's like, I don't, you know, I could list on my hand how many people I like. I like, I mean, I'll just name some people that I like. Cause you know, I'm always sounding like a negative. I like all the people that do the border uh, reporting. That's very important. Jorge Ventura is awesome. Bill Malugan's awesome. My buddy Taylor Hansen is awesome. Like these are real journalists. You know what I'm saying? They, they really get there. They really get the news. Like a lot of the news that the mainstream media is getting, they're getting from these people, you know, people like Jorge, it's like he was doing it and then he got the job because he was already doing it. He's a real hustler. He's a, he's somebody that, you know, if you wanted to do journalism, like on the field journalism, he's inspiring because it's like, he got, he, it's not like someone paid him to do it. He was doing it on his own dime. And then he was doing a better job than the news companies and they wanted that scoop. So then they hired him. You get what I'm saying? So it's like, you know, I like people like that. Um, there's certain podcasts and stuff I like for sure, but you know, I love people that are really crushing it and there, there are a lot of great. So I just named three of them that I like personally, cause they're, they're the ones getting the hot scoops at the border. And, uh, that's a crazy, crazy situation. Yeah. I'll bring Jorge on again. He's dude, he's the best. Like it's, uh, it's, that's tough work. It's really tough work to like be there, interview people, get, get the scoops of how bad it really is at the border. It's not, it's not pretty. Um, Appreciate you guys. Just want to let you know, I got to run because I got to be on my buddy's podcast. Um, just want to let you know my, my new song is out on January 5th. If you don't do anything, I appreciate everybody that picks it up. I'm just telling you it's only a dollar and cents. I don't know, like a dollar 15 or dollar 25. I forget, but it's called Working Class Boy. I'm excited for it. It's my most personal song ever. It's, uh, you know, it's all me. Uh, I'm really grateful that for everybody buying it because I'm trying to hit the billboard charts. That would be an incredible honor. To, to crush all these major industry artists on the chart. It has no curses in it. It's child-friendly, I think. I mean, I'll have to listen to it again, but I think it's child-friendly. I don't curse. I'm just talking about stuff. Um, I, it's a song for the real people of this country. So if you pre-order it, I, I appreciate it. As soon as January 5th comes around, it hits the charts. Like all the pre-orders kind of build up. And then once that Friday hits, I'll hit the charts. So I'm hoping that I could like chart top 10 and stay there. If I could stay there for a week, you know, get top 10, I could get a billboard plaque. It's pretty tight. Uh, I'm just being honest. Like, I, you know, it's not, I'm not like begging just for, oh, I want to make a couple hundred bucks or whatever, or however much it makes. It's like, I, I'd rather just get the plaque, you know? And some people would say that that's like materialistic. That's like, oh, it's just, who cares what they think? Billboard, say what you want. They're, they're doing all the analytics. Like they can't stop me or Bryson Gray or Tom McDonald from hitting the charts. Like it, it's not, it's not like their opinion and it's not like liberal. It's like, they are liberal though. I mean, if you look at their magazine, they're psychotically liberal, but with this, they just do all the analytics, how many sales, how many streams, it's like a math equation. So it's something that they can't really cheat at. Um, and you know, I'm a competitive person, so I'm trying to do it. Appreciate you guys. God bless. The link is in the bio. I got to go before Andrew gets mad at me. I'll, I'll probably put this on my channel if he lets me as well. The interview with Andrew. Appreciate you guys. I'm out. Hey, what's going on, my friends? Just a few ways to stay in touch and support if you'd like to. The first way is dreamrare.com. We have blue beanies, black beanies, pink hats, other colored hats, freedom versus tyranny shirts, 
Stay blessed, long sleeve, God is great, long sleeve, and lots of more cool items coming soon. Dreamrare.com, check out the shop to support. Everything's made in the United States. Handpicked by me. Patreon.com slash rare talk for $5 a month. You can help support me, support the show. If you haven't noticed, unlike other channels, I don't work with very many sponsors, sometimes none at all. And part of the way I'm able to do that is with the dreamrare.com shop and patreon.com slash rare talk. So thank you guys for keeping the show free, unimpeded,